Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. All y'all. All of y'all, welcome back into our multiverse. Oh yeah. Things have been done with and gotten underway. The NBA Finals has kicked off. A double or nothing has passed officially. Stuff's going down. A few things to run down. Yeah, Seahawks. A little bit of Seahawks news, really. It's just a nugget. Uh, Charles Cross signing his contract. He's at the highest uh, draft pick to ever negotiate his own contract. Yeah, basically the his highest. Fir- his first contract. Yeah, highest draft pick to you know like come into the league as his own agent, pretty much. So that was pretty cool. I had no idea he was doing that. So. Yeah, and I mean, like I said to you, like it's got. It's, it can't be that hard to do your rookie contract because of the you know they're still slotting and there's there's the little details but even then you figure that first one if you're gonna do your own why not do the first one right especially yeah. if you're a first round pick and especially like a top ten pick you know why not that introduces you to the process and mm-hmm. then later on down the road you know, you, you're a pro at it <laughs> yeah exactly but that only leaves three unsigned yep. Uh, and that's uh, our boy, our boy A, our boy, a, and Kobe Bryant and Walker. Yep. So, and then we'll be good. Sign them contracts, y'all. Plenty of time to. And one quick, just totally random note. We we're talking about Drew Lock, like them posting. Video yeah, I just saw another video of Drew Lock earlier. Which one? The Marquis Goodwin one. Okay, see, I didn't see that one, but that's fine. Did you see the D. Eskridge one? No. What? Sometimes they po- people post things, and all I think of is, why would you post this? And it was, it said, Drew Locke, you know, throwing to, to D. Eskridge, and you're like, okay, cool. Maybe, you know, maybe another nice pass, whatever. You want to see Eskridge flying downfield? Shallow cross, like one yard. I'm like, he's doing a cross, one yard cross across the field. And lock th- and I'm that's like, one yard's three feet. That's, that's a long way. That's that's what you're showing me. Why? Why? Like he can he can hit a shallow cross. People always like wonder like what why. I mean I'm sure they do, and or maybe they don't. They figured out already. I'm crazy, right? <laughs> so when you show me that, it just makes me mad. Yeah. I'm like, why in the world are you showing us this? Like oh. Because, oh man, when, why, did, when why he, did that? When he hits uh, them on that shallow cross during the season, we can look back to the OTAs and be like, remember when they were practicing that in the OTAs? That play is going to win us the Super Bowl this but you season. Know what? I am going to think that now <laughs> because they posted that. And it's just going to make me mad. That play is going to go for a touchdown, and I'm going to look over to you and be like, remember the tape. Oh, it's going to make me so mad. And it's going to be amazing. And it's going to be like, they were trying to warn us. Uh, You're trying to let us know. But anyways, that is amazing. (laughs) So one quick MCU note. Only thing I got for MCU this week. I I had nothing, but then I saw this on Twitter. Remember in Multiverse of Madness when they said that they were in Earth 616? Yes. Okay, so that made me mad. Because the MCU is not Earth 616. The comic books Mm -hmm. are. And they've already said that there were two separate things. But yet... Again, so I, I think in Thor Dark World they mentioned that that it was a 616-2. I don't remember that for sure. I think that that happened. But it makes me mad because it's not like even when... So I'm a nerd, okay? So I have my comic book, uh, Marvel Comics site and fandom that I go to, and it separates everything in its universes. Yes. The MCU is separate in its universe, like uh, one, it, it's Earth 19999. But the reason why I bring this up is because Miss Marvel is coming yep, out I, soon. I, I saw this too. And the actress, Iman Balani, I probably butchered her name. I'm sorry. Sorry. She mentioned that because she's a comic book nerd herself, which only makes that more awesome. <laughs> yes. She was like, I don't believe the MCU is 616. Yep. Uh, she's like, as much as Kevin Feige can make us think that it is, it's not. It's 19999. And I'm like, that's awesome. I just had to shout that out because she knows her stuff and I appreciate that. So now I don't even care if I like the show. I'm gonna be like, she's awesome. Miss Marvel is already she great. She knows her stuff. I saw I saw that on my feed earlier. I'm like, oh that's really cool. She knows she knows her stuff. She knows her way around. So Exactly. She is knowledgeable. 
I, and I can respect it. Exactly. Much respect. Now let's get to the NBA Finals. One, well, I mean, we got to talk about Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Yeah. For a second. Boston, Miami. The Celtics ended up taking the win. You know, got down, got down to the wire. Even though it seemed like, as when at least when we were looking at it, we were like, oh, it's not going to go down like a last shot yeah. or anything. And they then we, che- we check, and we're like, oh, it's only a three-point game. And then Jimmy had one last three-point look during the fourth. Which, by the way, I don't understand why people are mad at that shot. He's he's played a good game and a, mm-hmm. and a good series overall. I know he's had a couple games. But he's actually playing well. He comes up. He's got Horford backpedaling. And again, like we talked like he even said, and a lot of people, you know, comment on you. You go for the win. Yeah. Like, if it's if it's your guy, right? If you're a fan of Kobe, if you're a fan of Jordan, if you're a fan of Bird, if you're a fan of LeBron, if you're a fan of, you know, Durant, whoever, Steph, you want him to to hit that three. Yeah. And and go for the. You know, now you can say, oh, he could have drove past him and and hit the two because it was no, they were down. It wasn't tied. They were down. Or no, they were yeah, down too. They were down. So he could try to get the tie, but it is Horford. He's a good defender. So maybe, yeah. maybe you don't get by. It's a tough shot. Are they gonna, are they gonna call a foul in that situation? You know, he's not gonna be able to contest that three very well. So I had zero problem with the shot. He missed. <laughs> yeah. If he makes it, everybody's like, oh my gosh, he's a legend. Even if the Celtics come back and hit the shot after, they're going to mm-hmm. just talk about Jimmy Butler and gave it his all, right? Which he did anyway. Yes. Nothing wrong with that shot. Especially, you know, that Game 6 performance, he had to force Game 7. was pretty incredible exactly. to get him there. And he had a solid, he had a good Game 7, too. Yeah, he did. Just the Boston. Celtics are just too good. Yeah, Celtics just, they're just good overall. And their guy stepped up. And so, I know we're already a game in. Mm-hmm. But we didn't necessarily do our predictions. You know, I've said it since I saw them beat Brooklyn. I'm going with the Celtics. And I do think it'll probably go seven. The only thing yeah. that would shock me in this series, though, because Golden State could win. I wouldn't be shocked. The only thing that could shock me is a Celtics sweep. So that would be crazy. That'd be the only thing that would shock me. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> then you'd be like, oh, dang, they are... Yeah. They are more than ready. Exactly. It would have been, you know, it's really, it, it was really hard, like, looking at it, like, at the You've been picking beginning. against the Celtics the whole time. I have. <laughs> and, I th- and I think that's the key, <laughs> is Maybe that I the... have to doubt them. No, I think you did pick Brooklyn. Did? Yeah, I, I think I did. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I Every did. Every series you picked against I'm pretty, them. I'm pretty sure I picked Brooklyn because I was like, I want Boston to win, but they're getting you healthy. You believe. You yeah. just didn't believe. I was like, those guys are getting healthy, and I think it's going to come back to bite Boston. And then they swept them. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, that went wrong. And then you're like, nah, not Milwaukee. And then Giannis, and then, okay, that went wrong. And like, ah, oh, you know, I like Miami's chances. And then that went wrong. <laughs> All right, so choose wisely. <sighs> Whatever, I guess you hate the Warriors, so I do. But then they're playing good again, and it makes me mad because I'm like, dang, they're looking like like champions. Yeah. Come on, man. Make a choice. This ain't the same Boston team. We've realized that new coach, which I said they needed, and they got a little bit more mature. I think Horford mm-hmm. coming back was you know super, Horford was big was super huge for them too because. You know, they when he was there, you're like, oh, look at this team, these young studs, and and then you know Horford, and then he's gone a couple years, and again they just they couldn't get it done. They Brad Stevens wasn't the guy. They get uh, what's his Udoka? name? Yeah, I literally. I don't know how to say his first I name. I literally was watching stuff, and I was like, make sure you remember his name. And I forgot his name again because I'm just a disrespectful individual. I'm sorry. Because I give him all the respect in the world for for doing that and getting him there. But I also give them respect because they had to finally step up. And yeah, do and it. they have. And the rest of the team has. It's not like Tatum had is like, you know, always dropping yeah. like 30. Or sometimes he might not even drop 20. Yeah. 
Well, and we'll get to that here in a second, one right after you make your choice. <sighs> I, I think I'm finally gonna rock with Boston oh, and predict Boston, and I really point. hope that doesn't ruin Is things. Is that the other reason you didn't want to say it? You're like, uh, say it. And, and now I'm gonna wrong. sit through the series, and the Warriors are gonna win four straight, <laughs> and I'm gonna cry. It could happen. It could. But on to what happened in Game One in Golden State. Boston steals it. After a crazy fourth quarter, they outscored Golden State 40 to 16 to win the game. But what was the score of the game? 120 to 108. I know. I just was waiting for you to say. <laughs> that was the final. <laughs> for for the people at home who maybe don't pay any attention. Yeah. But I'm sure everybody knew that. But yeah, you're watching and you're seeing Steph go crazy. You know he has what 21 first quarter points. He had six threes in the first quarter. Some crazy. Like, he sets a record there, but then does almost nothing in the second quarter. And so that's what I was watching. So real quick, if I can ever, I never make anything real quick. <laughs> so we'll uh, see how quick this is. So one of the things that, you know, impressed me about Boston against Brooklyn and got me jumping on their bandwagon was just, it. they just look different, right? What is it? You know, you, you trying to figure it out you know a lot of times and this goes with players but also just teams and so I'm gonna take the Phoenix Suns the Suns game seven against Dallas I told you early on I mean first quarter four minutes in Chris Paul did not want to be there he wanted nothing to do with it a couple minutes after that you could see everybody else on the team was the same way even though the game was not over not even close to being over wasn't out of reach they just gave up now is it because Chris Paul gave up and he's like you know the veteran leader so they all kind of just followed his lead I don't know but that's just what happened yeah and, and I saw it with my own eyes and what I saw and what I was looking for from Boston in this game because everything they did to get here is great but now you got to get here and how are you going to respond to the Warriors when they come out you know on fire at home in the finals what are you going to do so I'm just watching and I'm just like waiting I'm like, okay what's the score here what's the score there oh Steph's hitting all these threes oh but they're only at six yep hmm. How's Boston going to respond? Oh, they keep going back and forth. I mean, they, towards the end of the third quarter, they're down 15. They managed to get it to 12 going into the fourth. Boston was down 12 going into the fourth. Yep. And then Jalen Brown kind of took over a little bit. But then, got to admit when I'm wrong, Derek White. Derek White, yeah! Derek White, four. Four six from threes, 21 points. He was huge yeah. in this game. He, It wasn't just the fourth quarter he was huge. He hit a couple other huge threes earlier. He hit a, you know, a three right in Steph's face. Like, he kind of tried to lose him and he couldn't. So he just shot it anyways. He was like, well, whatever, I'll just shoot it. And it went in and I'm just like, all right, I was wrong, <laughs> period. I was wrong. Now, he could be horrible the rest of the series. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's done... He, he's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Redeemed? Yeah, well, I mean, well, in my eyes, yes, but he's, you know, the coach show confidence in him, and I'm like, why? But obviously, I didn't watch all the games since he had been there. Yeah. I had just watched the games I saw in the playoffs, and I'm like, and, and it was a good chunk, you know? We yeah, watched you watched least, a lot. We watched at least half, like, watched at least half of Boston's games, you know, and then can't see all of them because of different reasons but I watched tons of highlights and all these other things but everyone I saw I'm like why is he out there yeah and then you know towards the end of the Mavs series I'd seen him do a few things but the Mavs I'm the Heat series I'm sorry yeah the Heat series my bad uh yeah, I saw him do a few things and I was like yeah it was like game seven <laughs> but uh no I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Boston played no, how many Game 7s did they play? They played a Game 7 against the Bucks too. Yes. So, yeah, that's what I'm Why am I getting them confused? <laughs> anyway, he did a few things at the end of that series and at the end, towards the end of the Heat series. And I'm like, okay, you know. But even then, I wasn't like... I was just like, oh, everybody gets lucky sometimes. Yeah. That's literally how I was looking at it. In this game, I'm like, nah. You gotta, you gotta just say. 
he can play. He's out there. The team trusts him. And, and look what he does. And if they win the whole thing, you can't be like, well, they won despite him. No, they won. He plays 20-something. If you're playing like 20-something minutes a game, then your team believes in you. And if you're playing 20-something minutes a game on a championship-level team, well, then... It says something. Yeah, you deserve to be out there. And then you do that in your in game one in the NBA Finals. Yeah. And like you said, Horford, what he did. I mean, that, that fourth quarter was... Brown, White, then Horford. Like, it was like Brown just kind of went crazy, then White did a few things, and then Horford just took over at the end. Yep. And, and, and Tatum is just racking up assists. Yeah, 13 assists for Jason Tatum in this game. Only 12 points. And see, that's the thing. Like, you like, could look at crazy. Golden State, and you could say, well, Clay didn't really play good, and Steph, after the first, didn't do that much. But you're like, but Tatum didn't do anything. So... And they talk about the record threes. This is another reason. Okay, the three thing. People talk about the 43s combined by the two teams. And, oh, that's just amazing. And I'm like, yeah, but the score is still only 120 to 108. Like, people mm-hmm. act like there haven't been those type of scores without 43s being hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, look, I like shooting this place. I'm, I'm just saying, like, yes, the league's different. But I'm not blown out of the water by the 43s. If it that's was, not like if it was drastically more. To a 132, and there was 43s made. I'd be like, oh wow, you know. <laughs> that just makes me go, okay, yeah. I mean, cool. Mm-hmm. I guess. But anyway, I had to throw in that little personal. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to yeah. threes. I, I mean, hey, I love shooting threes. But yeah, just a, you know, like looking at the points all overall. You know, 26 Horford Brown, 24 White, 21 Marcus Smart. 18. Yeah. The Tatum's 12. Williams with 8. Pritchard with 8. Yeah, just... And then, you know, over on Golden State side, 34 from Curry. And then Wiggins with 20. And then only 15 from Clay, And then 12 from Otto Porter. And then you drop to 9. I couldn't nine. believe that Iguodala not only played, but actually, like, did some stuff. Like, he hit a big 3. He had another He's big bucket. He's gonna get finals MVP again. Good big assist and I was like like when I first saw him on the court I was like wait what like I forgot he still played honestly yeah and I was and I'm like did he play in any of the other games because I swear we watched some Warriors games and I don't and I only ever remember seeing him on the side and not even realizing that maybe he was on the roster dressed (laughs) like you thought he was there Haslam I don't know and but then when he actually did some stuff I was like oh okay you go, Andre. But, you know, I. what I took away from it was that, you know, both teams can play better, but the Celtics guys, you know, they're... We always talk about you need the other guys to step up. Like, yes, it's just the way it is. Like, people act like if the star doesn't do everything and the team loses, it's all the star's fault. And that's not always the case, you know. There are times where... Yes, you need to improve in certain areas, like we talked about Luca earlier. There, he does yeah. need to improve, you know, getting his teammates involved in in certain times and, and knowing their spots and, and just the flow of the game. But once you have that figured out, and then you're getting your guys in and you know everything, and they're hitting, it, you look like the best player in the world, right? No matter what you do, you don't have to. Jason Tatum is the best player on the Celtics. Yes doesn't have to you know in his finals debut he doesn't have to go for 35 but he had 13 assists i look at you know larry bird in his first you know finals run he only averaged 15 points a game but also 15 rebounds yeah so oh oh no only only 15 points a game in the in the finals oh but 15 boards when on the other side he's playing against moses malone one of the greatest rebounders of all time. Like, you know, that's pretty awesome. And Tatum continues to rack up assists, and they're winning, and they win the whole thing. Does it matter if he doesn't average? Even if he didn't average 20 points a game, is it going to matter? The only thing that matters is he's holding up that trophy at the end. Mm-hmm. Because, no, yes, he's got to, you know, you. at the end of the day, you need that finals MVP, as you see with Steph. You need the finals MVP. Some people don't think so, but know my criteria you need at least two of each to really be in the goat conversation and he doesn't even have one yet 
So, but does, if he gets one, does he enter my top ten? Yes. He would bump Oscar if he yeah. gets the finals MVP this year. Oh, what was the one thing we saw? Like, if Tatum uh, wins and wins finals MVP, like, what's his legacy? What's oh, his yeah, legacy? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, uh... I mean, it's a it's a good start, but let's calm down, people. Does this <laughs> does this put him on the Mount Rushmore? I know. Like, I couldn't believe that that was actually like a topic that they they were like, oh, we gotta talk about this on first take. I'm like, no, you don't. He hasn't won a regular season MVP. He's still super young. Like, let's wait until either he has mul- he has a multiple of something, kind of like Giannis, right? He had multiple MVPs, and it's like. Yeah, but he ain't won a championship yet. Then he wins championship finals MVP. Now we can really have the discussion. Same thing with yeah. Jokic. Jokic has that hardware. He needs the other one. So yeah. But yeah. Anyways, it was a great game. Yes. What a start. But the way that they that I never even got back to that point. So the way that the Celtics weathered that storm. Mm-hmm. You know, being down. 12 going into the fourth with that crowd Steph had been hitting and they they weren't faced like that's what impresses me about them that's why I think they're going to win because Golden State isn't going to overwhelm them they're going to keep fighting that way. no matter what Draymond after the game is like basically he didn't say it but he was like they hit 21 threes and I can't remember how many you might have this stat line but Derek White smart and Horford hit how many of those threes? Like ha- more than half of them. And then he went, and then he shrugged like this. He went like, like that ain't gonna happen ever again. Which I'm not saying it is, but after a game, you shouldn't <laughs> demean your opponent like that. I don't think that's good. Yeah. Not granted, it's Draymond. He's gonna do whatever he wants to do. He's gonna be like, hey, whatever. But. I just think that if you're Boston, you you still game one, and there's that tendency to feel, especially because they're young and they've done it in the playoffs, to to kind of feel like we did what we came here to do, so game two isn't so important, mm-hmm. you know? But now you did that, and now they're like, oh, so we won and you're not even going to respect us? You're not going to yeah, give that's us... Right. How many? Yeah, Derek, Derek White, Smart, and Horford combined for 15 of those yeah, threes. Yeah, 15 of them. And so Just he, between the three. So he shrugged. And my thing is, like, yeah, they're probably not going to hit that many again. But you think Tatum's going to miss as many as he did? You know, like, or that Pritchard's not going to hit maybe Contribute. four in the next game? Mm-hmm. So, so doing that and demeaning the opponent, like, I just think, I don't think it's a good idea. I Again, especially because... It's a young team you're going up against. Yes, they're young and hungry, but you have those natural tendencies when you're younger. And again, your coach is like, gotta get one. You always hear, you gotta get one on the road. You get one on the road, you know, oh, you know, then you get to go home. Now you stole home court, right? Mm-hmm. So it's easy to just kind of, it doesn't really matter. Maybe if you fall down 15 in game two, you don't have that same fight that you had in game one because you're like, oh, you know, we're about to go home. It's cool. But now you have this little disrespect. You're like, oh, so now our guys who stepped up, they'll never do that again. Even though we've been doing this the whole postseason, guys have been stepping up because that's what they're supposed to do to be a champion. And and the Warriors should know that because it's not like it was just Steph and Clay and Draymond the whole time. They had people who stepped up. Iguodala, <laughs> you know they had what Livingston, you know yeah, they had, Livingston was huge. They had guys that had to step up who weren't, you know, you could say oh, Iguodala was a star before, but I mean he was on the same level as Horford in, at his best. Mm-hmm. So why why diss him, right? I, I just not a good idea. Am I? Do I think Boston's gonna win game two? No, but probably not. But I don't expect it to be a blowout or anything in Golden State's favor. Nah. There'll be another situation where it kind of goes into the fourth quarter. Yeah. And that'll that'll decide it. Yeah, but I mean, it still was a good game, right? Yes. The fourth quarter. You're, you're just 
it's Golden State, so you're just waiting for them. Like, okay, yeah, Boston made their run, but Golden State's going to come, you know, make their run back. And then it got to the end, and they're hitting their threes and making their shots, and Golden State's just, you know, are they? did they get wore down by the defense? Mm-hmm. You know, like, what was it? And, and that's a, a great question. If, if Boston wins game two because of their defense, then I'd be like, man, are they actually going to sweep them? Like, jeez. It's, it can be tough. I mean, remember how tough it was for Steph with uh with Della Vadova. Yeah, Della Vadova, my boy. All over him that one uh, you know, that one year. Like if they that's some play nostalgia. that hard, I don't know. Maybe they maybe they can do it. What is going? I on? have no idea. Someone is speaking <laughs> on my phone. I think it's Stephen A. Smith. I don't know what is playing. Like what is happening? Anyways, yeah. The finals have begun. Boston leads 1-0 after that first game. Good way to start the series for them, but obviously a long long ways to go in this series. So we'll see if they can keep it up. We'll see if their team game, you know, stays as strong and, you know, how how Tatum, you know, comes out if he has, you know, a 30 or 40 piece at some point, which he probably will. That's it. That's the best thing about when your team wins. Like when, when your best player doesn't do what you're used to him doing, you're just kind of like, we're good. Yeah. Like you have that confidence, but you don't want to get overconfident. And, and that's the thing about playing the Warriors, right? There's, there's no way you should be overconfident when you know that they can just hit like 19 threes in a row. <laughs> yeah. It seems like. And that's like, in a row. that's probably an accurate number to be quite honest. <laughs> right? just like, I'm like, they probably would. Yeah. But you know, you just keep fighting because for as great as they are and as fast as they can do that, they don't make them all. Yeah. Like, and we talk about what's their, you know, three point percentage. It's one of the top in the league, but I, I don't believe it was number one in the league. Don't think so. And so, I know we looked it up, but I forgot. I always forget. I have an awful memory for certain things. <laughs> Another thing is I have an amazing memory. Like, don't you ever tell me that? I know the facts. I remember the date, the time. Yeah. <laughs> but that, I forgot. But yeah, I mean, so, I, that, I mean, that's what happened with Steph, right? Oh, it's funny. So I'm like watching like all the highlights again earlier. And after he had that hot first quarter, yeah. you know, he missed. And then they're like... Uh, uh, what did what did he kept saying? He kept saying oh, an, another uncharacteristic miss. He must have said that about Steph like four times after that first quarter. He's like another uncharacteristic miss. I'm like yeah, because he never misses. I know what he means, but you can't say that four or five times in the same broadcast. So rare. Say it once and then like just he's say a he ninety percent three point shooter. <laughs> right. You know. I know, right? Uh, a rare miss. A rare he miss. Never, he never misses. Another rare miss. Another. How rare is it <laughs> if it's another in the same game? And I can't remember who was on the call, but I'll just blame Kevin Harlan because I hate him. Oh, yeah, him. you just... So let's just blame Kevin Harlan, <laughs> even though it probably wasn't him. Well, who knows? It might have been. Yeah. Anyway. He's on the call for a lot of games. And he shouldn't be because he's awful. <laughs> Let's get excited about absolutely nothing. I, 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 I can't stand it. Gotta bring some excitement. Oh! What a shot. Like, it was a jumper. Oh! And the next time down the court, like, you better shut up. <laughs> Whoever's next to him, just punch him for me. No, that's too, that's too rough. Just snatch his mic. Just grab his headset. Yeah, just chuck it. Not allowed to get excited? Not about every little thing. Why not? Because it drives me insane. It, not him, okay? Anybody else can. <laughs> what was the guy who used to do at NXT? Morrow? Yeah, there we go. Just oh, give Morrow I, I for everything. That, I miss that guy. Give Morrow uh, for everything. Yeah, you're right. I want to see Morrow commentate that. Well, you're on. You're on. You're on board with Fire Kevin Harlan. Well, right? I'm not on board with Fire yes, Kevin are. Harlan. Yes, I, I'm are. on board with Give Morrow a chance. Over anything. Over mm. Kevin Harlan. Yes, everybody should be on board with Fire Kevin Harlan. He's awful. Did you ever listen to him? I listen. I don't mind him. What? 
Do you hear the words? I th I think he's fine. Oh my god. I don't think he's the best. I don't, I'm cool with him. Just end this segment. Celtics are up 1-0. I'm gonna snatch your headset. And now we gotta talk about some pro wrestling. Alright, so AEW, they, they, they had a little pay-per-view called Double or Nothing this weekend, and they had a lot of matches, so we're not gonna, you know, dive into each and every single one of them. We'll just, you know, say what we need to say for each one, starting with, you know, quick look at the buy-in match. Hookhausen got their win to kick off the pay-per-view, and this was pretty much exactly what you one would expect of this match. Nothing accomplished what it needed to. It was entertaining. There was the only problem I had with it was that Danhausen didn't do his finish. <laughs> yeah, when he got tagged in. He just pinned him, and I was yeah. like, "Ah, oh, just do do your finish." I, that anyway, that would have been cool. That was the only thing I wanted. Uh, I kind of wanted him to, you know, hit the GTS. Just, yeah. it would have been funny. Exactly. But he didn't. He just, you know, did the thing for the pin, and it was like, "Oh, okay." Well, yeah, no, it was good. And then. What everyone was uh, anticipating going into this pay-per-view after certain events. What kicked off the show was MJF and Wardlow. MJF actually showed up to get powerbombed 10 times and lose to Wardlow. And I know, like, we were watching it, the criticism that... It's not a criticism, because I understand. But mm -hmm. some of those powerbombs, MJF totally was trying to, you know brace yes impact. Uh -huh. and you know why because he took 10 of them <laughs> but yeah some of them didn't really look great because of it but you know i totally understand why <laughs> like, did, i don't did you see how one uh, power bomb from Wardlow, let alone 10 I, did you see how uh, when they were stretching him out they put the oxygen mask over his nose and eyes yes <laughs> I, and I, I, I didn't notice when it happened i didn't but i saw it later i didn't really i didn't really care but then when people when it blew up and people were yeah. talking about it, i'm like yeah i mean that like, was dang funny. guys come on man that was yeah you, you gotta know what you're doing and then the hardy boys defeated the young bucks this match it started out slow and you could kind of you know see things with like the hardys early on you're like oof okay especially jeff because yeah he was going a little slow he was and you know stuff comes out now that he's pretty banged up right now and it's like yeah that's not a surprise which i was saying it before like when they brought him i'm like why is he on every show yeah why is he oh like i didn't understand it like i know he's a draw and he's a name but i'm like why you he shouldn't be no offense mm -hmm. but he shouldn't be and now you see him all banked up and i'm like yeah okay now maybe he'll ease up on him a little bit yes but anyway with that said after you know all that like, the second half of this match was really, really good. And they did some really good stuff. And the Jeff and Matt were able to, you know, keep up with, like, the pacing and everything. Yeah. And they just clicked the second half, and it ended up being really good, and they got the win. That being said, I don't... Why did they get the win? Like, I don't understand why they got the win. Like, some sometimes I get... You know, you usually you get it. But this mm -hmm. one, I'm like, really? After... All this, why, why? Like maybe, maybe there's some plan, but for right mm -hmm. now, I don't understand why the Hardys won that match. Mm -hmm. they, I don't agree with that. But the match overall was fine. Yeah. Once you, once you were like confident that Jeff wasn't gonna hurt himself. Yeah. You're like, okay, he's just going slow. At least he's being careful and he's not trying to do it when when he can't. So. Yeah. And then Jade Cargill. Retained the TBS title against Anna J, and it they they tried in this match. match. It it happened. Had a couple debuts during this. Uh, first during the match, uh, Stokely Hathaway, formerly okay. known as Malcolm Bivens in NXT. Is that his real name? I don't know. Because I just know that was his name before. If it's not his real name, or let's look it up. That's the stupidest name. Like that's literally if. If WWE would have gave him that name, everybody would have flipped out. Now, if that's his name, fine, awesome. His real name. Go by your name. But if that's, I think that's his real name. Okay, then I'm not from. Gonna, I'm not gonna apologize, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and also yeah, I what? think that's his real so, name. So he didn't want to resign with in WWE. 
because he's just moving on. Like I saw like like clips of him talking about just you know wanting, he's just moving on. He's done with that. And then he goes to AEW to do the same thing, mm-hmm. and you're you're just a talking head. Mm-hmm. It's not really. Diff- I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. So basically, my my reaction to that was, who cares? Mm-hmm. So there you go. But then following that, Athena made her debut to confront Jade Cargill and plant the seeds for a future match there. Athena is all elite, and that is a great pickup for them. Yes, that is awesome. And tonight on Rampage, she'll be making her entering debut, so that'll be good. Following that, the House of Black defeated Death Triangle after Julia Hart finally, after however long that took, finally joined the group, helped them win, after Brody King hit the apron on a dive to the outside and learned a lesson about aprons that day that tweet was hilarious yeah i mean nothing that those were the best things about that match was that and then the julia hart thing and everything else was like yeah i mean they were fine it was fine but like we yeah i enjoyed it like we talked about i mean it just that whole thing kind of needed it needs to end yes it did i I don't know. Like we talked about, you know, Judgment Day kind of being a ripoff of House of Black, but now I'm kind of like, are they? Because does anybody care about House of Black? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I am. I just don't feel like they. People. Done I think people anything. just want. Yeah, they want them to see them do more because they've been stuck in this thing yeah. for so long. So we'll see what happens. But right now, you're just kind of like, all right, let's. We're glad that maybe this is over, but we'll see, right? Yeah. And then. Adam Cole and Britt Baker won their respective Owen Hart tournament matches, were presented with the Owen Hart Cup trophy. They were both presented with uh, championships. Yeah, those belts winning. are really cool. Those belts are nice. I love those belts. Kind of old, like, stampede wrestling style. Uh-huh. Really cool. And I like it, too, because, you know, yeah, you get the trophy, but, yeah, you're not going to carry a trophy around, but you can carry that belt around, Yep. which is great because... I mean, if it's a continual thing and you get to carry almost like, you know, king of the ring, like a crown, and you just get to carry that around for a year, it's great too because you don't have to win another belt. But if you do, you got both. If you yeah, there you, you go. still got this. So, so I really like it. And I had no problem with them winning. I would have been fine. I knew Joe wasn't going to win. Yeah. Just because, you know, he already, he has a belt. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of the way I look at things. Like, he has a belt. He's not getting the belt. Yeah. You know. Although, could have been nice, but yeah, he wasn't going to win. And then, uh, in the other one... Ruby? Yeah, I was... Ho- I kind of... I know the everybody was like, of course it was going to be Britt, because you're going to have them standing together. But I'm like, yeah, but... It, you know, you do that thing in your head where you're like, but it would also be cool if it's Ruby, because then you have those two standing there... And Adam Cole looking at her like and being mad and yeah. angry, but for the first one, yeah, you need it to be all just a happy thing, and you know, having uh, Martha Martha Hart out there, yeah, and, that was awesome. Yeah, just a just a great thing, great moment. And then uh, there was another uh, match: the Scorpio Sky, oh, Ethan man. Page, and Paige Van Zandt beat. Frankie Kazarian and Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti, and that was that happened. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's some great wrestlers in there, but that they, it, you wouldn't know it. <laughs> no, you would know. There, there. You you would know, but you're just they like, why spots. are they doing this? Yeah, just the whole thing is just like, just again, can we be done with this, please? <laughs> yeah. And then Kyle O'Reilly defeated Darby Allen. This was kind of one of their last minute matches. That, you know, they kind of just throw onto the card. And it was definitely one that was like, why is this on the card? Mm -hmm. With that said, it was definitely one of the better matches on the card. It was really good. It's funny because I didn't see this one. And, but that's what I heard. And then, but, and I also heard about Darby trying to kill himself again. He's just, you know, that's something, that's one of the things like he does all the time too, is that dive. And then just this time, he like, I think he just caught the rope or something landed right on his neck and that was scary but and it's crazy too because like you said you know 
he does it all the time and he always does it with such force that you know the other guys they stay back because you don't want to take all that force when he first comes through the rope <laughs> yeah and so you're back and so because you're so far back you can't protect him when something like that happens unfortunately so you know i'm sure there were probably some people that were mad that you know Kyle didn't didn't help him or didn't you know didn't yeah. protect him but i'm like yeah but that's where a lot of people stand. Unless that's probably how. That's probably if they talk about it before the match. Darby's if, if Darby's like wrestling them for the first time, he's like, "Yeah, you should probably, you know, because yeah. I go in. I go hard. Yeah. So it's probably best if you stay back a little bit. Exactly. But yeah, Kyle O'Reilly got the win, and then Thunder Rosa retains the AEW Women's Championship in a great match against Serena Deeb. I'm glad they got the time they did. Although, then there wasn't any mention of Thunder Rosa on Dynamite, which was a mistake. <laughs> That's weird. Really weird. But yeah, good stuff. I enjoyed it. I, I, I missed that one too. Sorry. My bad. And then there was the Jericho Appreciation Society win anarchy in the arena. And that was... <laughs> I missed most of the stuff at the end. And this one I missed too. Yeah, that was that hap- There was, was a an- lot going it on. It was anarchy. It I heard. it was it it lived up to the name. So that's one thing I can't deny. So, and now they are these two suits are set up for a war games match, or as they or a blood and guts as it's called in AEW. So right, they uh, they had Regal do the thing. Yeah, I so you know not the same, but you know it was just right. funny that they had him do it. Uh, they there was another debut on this pay per view. Andrade appears to be done with the AFO, and he is reuniting with Roosh, who he used to be with when Andrade founded a faction called Los Igno Ignorables de Japón. De Japón. That oh, okay. they're a faction. Do you know Naito? Or are you? He faced Jericho one time in New Japan. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I th- he's I think he's the leader of that faction right now, but I believe Andrade founded them originally. Roosh was a part of it, and now those two are back together. Okay. So, just something I thought that was cool. Yeah. I don't care. But... <laughs> and then no, the trios or the triple threat tag team championship match, and in a surprising twist to us at least, Jurassic Express retained the titles. I know they all, I, so I came back out to watch this match, and because I was waiting for the turn, yeah, it didn't happen. But I'm actually kind of glad it didn't happen because of something that happened on Dynamite. Yep. So, but uh, yeah, no, it was a great match. It was still, it was probably my favorite match of the night. Yeah, it's up there. It, I have a hard time choosing because then you had the main event match where CM Punk defeated Hangman Page, and CM Punk is AEW World Champion. I think as a lot of people expected, but nonetheless, still really cool. Yeah. I mean, again, didn't watch it, but... For me, it was just the build, you know? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it doesn't really take away from the moment, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So. The fifth world champion in company history... And it's just, it's just crazy just considering how a year ago he wasn't even in the pro wrestling picture at all. And yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, yes, it is crazy. But once he came back, you knew it was going to happen. Yes. So I don't really, like, now I'm not, when I see that, I don't go. I Simon does that on his videos all the time, my web culture. He's like... Just think, this long ago, that wasn't even a thing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm past that. Like, I yeah. I know what you're saying, but he's been back, and you know mm-hmm. he still can go, so I'm not surprised. If you're complaining, yes, you should. That's how you should look at it. But if you're not complaining, you should mm-hmm. just be like, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dynamite happened, and MJF happened. MJF with the promo of his lifetime 
had pretty pretty much his what I what I considered his like pipe bomb moment. Well, it's funny because people were already talking about this before he even did it. People were expecting because they had said he was going to be there, which you know at first it was like, is he? Everybody kind of thought he was being written off of TV because of yeah. this angle. And then they said, oh, he's going to address. And so, pipe bomb was trending on my feed for hours before Dynamite came on. So that's what I think that people need to realize, like how good this promo was. Because when you have those expectations and then you deliver, that's hard to do. Uh-huh. Really hard. And I my favorite part of it was when, well, I mean, I guess you'll probably say something and I'll be like, oh, wait, I, li- I love that part too. But the part when he talked about, you know, uh, not dropping people on their heads, like you know, because, oh yeah, because he uh-huh. doesn't do all that crazy stuff, and you guys don't think I'm didn't think I was a great wrestler because I don't drop people on their heads. <laughs> I was like, dang, he got y'all because that's one of the not dropping people on their heads, but there's a lot of botches in that style. Yeah, and then we're just and people are always just like, well, no, but wrestling's hard. Like, well, yeah, I know it's hard. I I totally thousand percent agree. But when you do stuff too many times that you shouldn't always be doing because it should be saved and on all that stuff, and then there's botches, it makes you go, "Well, this is why you shouldn't do it so much." Yeah. Speaking of botches, CM Punk in the main event, which other I, than that, I don't care about with the it, on the pay per view. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> he which, can he which, cannot hit the buckshot, which I'm fine with because he did hit it before. Yeah. So that's but anyway, but I, that was just my favorite part of it. I was like, tell him. Oh, that stretch was funny because then and then he's like, I don't pretend to watch New Japan. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't do these things. <laughs> yeah. I'm not untrained like your favorites. Exactly. Like that part was awesome. You then, people, I'll... your opinions change on the drop of a dime. Oh, sorry. Real quick, we gotta jump back before Dynamite after uh, the pay per view. Did you see Tony Khan's rant about you know the Eric Bischoff? Thing? <laughs> that, but then, that was but so... then the Friday Night Wars. What was the Friday Night War? Like, oh yeah, what? when they were on that one time for a half an hour. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. like, and and he went on and on about that, and I'm like, dude, you there's something uh, I don't know. Like I I've been telling you he's been getting on my nerves, and now like I kind of don't think I can even stand him. Like I mm-hmm. don't even. I'm like, I know it's your company and you do what you want, but you are you're a bit crazy. He like, is crazy. So like the thing, so some of the yes. stuff that MGF said, I'm like, I do wonder if he really feels that way because Tony Khan's a weird little dude. Like, yeah, he is. Tony Khan's an interesting character. Yeah, I don't know. He's got a, he's got a lot going on in his head. I know, and maybe look, maybe it's because he's got a you know a lot going on in life, mm-hmm. and so he you know, just he's got this. You know, helps with the Jaguars. He helps with the you know one of the soccer teams. <sighs> He's hey, taking on, on the Ring of Honor stuff. I'm on here talking crazy because I'm tired. Maybe it's just because he's tired. <laughs> he's, you, know? you know, going at AEW for or three just, years, you know. Or he just likes to troll. Like, I don't know. But it's just weird to have, you know, the head of the company billionaire guy doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I just got to get used to it. I, I love that. That beginning of that was funny when he first brought up Eric Bischoff. And then, oh, my gosh. <laughs> That that initial part was funny when he just immediately got triggered oh. by hearing Eric Bischoff. So quickly. I'm I was like, like that was funny. But I mean I don't mind him going at Eric Bischoff. That's fine. It was yes. it was really the Friday Night War thing that I was like, You just sound crazy now. Yeah. You realize uh-huh. that, right? So anyways. Cause we were talking about the promo and MJF talking about him. I just that popped called, up. Called him a mark. Oh, did you see Melter his comment about that? I yeah. I did. Why do people like that guy? I don't understand. He should, like, literally. There I no... I try to I try to like forget some of his, you know. I try to you know you know, move on and forget things and just, you know, whatever. Live in the past and just you know. I I don't like him, but you know, whatever. He's there, and then he says stuff like that, and I'm just like, well, right, like okay, if you so... if you don't know what we're talking talking about, he basically compared the word mark in wrestling and the n-word as you know derogatory terms and on the same level yeah and he tried to make that case within the backstage area yes considered the same and i'm like are you crazy like for Uh, one you know he tweeted out mark but then he you know then he put n-word because he's 
not going to say that word, but that shows you that that's the worst word, right? It's not even, it's not even close. Like to have that opinion is so ridiculous. And then people will say, oh, he apologized. Okay, look, uh, you know, we'll go back. We talk about, you know, the Hogan stuff and saying, you know, oh, this and that. And, you know, and how I said, you know, I don't think he meant it, whatever, all that stuff. But you know what? I don't want to hear from Hulk Hogan anymore. Yeah. I don't want to hear from Ric Flair anymore. And I don't want to hear from Dave Meltzer anymore. Because this isn't nope. the first time that he's done ridiculous stuff. The Roman yes. stuff. The I mean, Roman he's, the, he's been around a long time, so he's done a lot of things. But this, to me, is like the last straw. Like, you... I don't want to hear people saying anything about Meltzer. Yeah. Like you take his name out of your finishers, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, the, the, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely... There's no way that... Even if you kind of maybe thought that a little bit, you should have been smart enough to not tweet that out. Because it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what, to who? Or, may, or maybe it is true to the white people backstage. Yeah. But it's not true to anybody else. So that just shows how wrong it is and how wrong you are and what. Ridiculous. Anyways. So I, I can, yeah, I saw that tweet. I'm like, what in the world? Yeah, what, what is, is wrong with that? What an idiot. But yeah, anyway, it's crazy promo from MJF and this is gonna we're we're in for a ride with this MJF, you know, assumingly story and you know work if he's going out there on dynamite and doing that. So uh and then man, Dynamite was a lot of stuff filling up Dynamite this week. You had the return of Miro. He finally Came back after it has been months since we've seen Miro, but he returned. Johnny Lee had like a open challenge type of thing, which was a choice. But it was Miro got a big pop for his return, and he defeated Johnny Elite. Good to see Miro back finally after yes, all that time. Absolutely, and I just hope he comes back to wreck fools. And I don't, yes, you know, it could be easy for them to just decide, you know, put the TNT title back on him. I don't want to see that either. Like, I just want to see him wreck fools for a little bit and make his way up. And, you know, there, yeah. there's a lot of things that they can do. Do, like, but... him versus, like, Wardlow or something? Yeah. And Eventually. Like you know, he shouldn't have lost the, the TNT title to begin with, mm-hmm. in my opinion, at least at that time. But, you know, maybe he had stuff he needed to go do. He was, I know he was filming something for a little bit. Yeah, but... Because of the way they booked the TNT title, like, I just don't want him near it. Like, yeah, yeah I, I know. know. I know that... He could be the redeemer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but let's just let's just not. Yeah, we'll we'll let the TNT title situation sort out itself. You know, I yes. think it'll it'll bounce back, but gonna yeah, take a little I bit. think it will too. It's just gonna take some time. Got to get this stain off of it, the Sammy stain. <sighs> yes, for multiple reasons. Yeah, if you watch, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And then on Dynamite, we got seemingly our first, you know, hint at a match for Forbidden Door. It looks like CM Punk has his opponent in the form of the ace of New Japan Pro Wrestling, Hiroshi Tanahashi. One of the biggest names in New Japan history who's done almost pretty much everything you could think of when it comes to New Japan. Yeah, he's... He's got those accolades. You know, I don't care about Forbidden Door. I think it's cool, mm-hmm. but I have zero interest in watching it because it doesn't really matter. It's just good matches. Yep. Yeah, that's great, but I can YouTube good a lot of good matches, and I can do a lot. So, you know, anything to do with Forbidden Door, I'm like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's about all I got to say about it. <laughs> I, no, I, I think there's a few. Yes. That w- I mean, if it would have been uh, Kenta. Oh, man. I, I wish. I would have. I really wish it would have been Kenta. But but I just realized, apparently, I just saw, like, they said, like, he returned from injury. Yeah. Just the other day. I'm like, oh, he was injured? I didn't even know about that. So, and, like, he returned and he wasn't wrestling or anything. Yeah, I mean, there's certain I'm like, things. I'm like, oh, dang, I didn't realize he was even injured. But for the most part. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's awesome, but it's not like they haven't had guys come over and have matches before, so yeah, I don't really, 
Mm-hmm. It's cool. And I hope everybody enjoys it. I'm curious. To, I'm assuming there's going to be something with Jay White and Adam Cole in some form. Yeah. That's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be one on one or Bullet Club versus Adam Cole's crew. Speaking of which, you know Ace Austin? Mm-hmm. He joined Bullet Club the other day. Oh, really? He was over in Japan. I believe they were. He was. I think he was part of a tournament. And yeah, something happened and he revealed himself as a new member of Bullet nice. Club. So. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that's big for him. Because, I mean, he was already an up-and-comer and was just... Yeah. Some of the stuff he can do is... He's pretty amazing. He's really... He's pretty good. And then you had the 10-man tag match on Dynamite featuring Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. Uh, during the match, Jungle Boy uh, took the pin and lost the match for their team. And after the match... You know, Matt Hardy was there trying to consult, you know, Jungle Boy after he took the pin. And Christian was not having that. He got in between them, shoved Matt away. Matt away. And pretty much just told Jungle Boy to come on and they left the ring. Yeah, he just uh, he had his arms around him and he like kind of pulled him away and he turned to Luchasaurus and was like, come on. And Matt's kind of standing there like, you know, what, huh? What, you guys can't say hey to me? And, and, yeah. And, and, As just, Matt Hardy I says. want to be friends. I hate Christian. Yeah. And Christian pulls him away, so you're just like, okay, there's another one of those little things that they're doing. And, yeah, but also at the same time, another side note, like, just like two weeks ago, Matt Hardy hated all of them, and then they're tagging. So you could easily just, you know, you could spin it if they wanted to even drag it out longer and be like, what? He, he literally was, you know, attacking us just a couple weeks ago. However long ago. Yeah, right? You know, he's done nothing but hate since I got here, you mm-hmm. know, but you know, I just thought it was cool because you know it's just that more. Oh, he's turning to the dark side type stuff. Yeah, they are. You're added added another little layer, you know, mm-hmm. to the story, so you can branch off to potential matches to help build this until yep. the payoff eventually. Ugh. I mean, it's funny because I can't wait because we all know that I'm a Christian. Mark, I'm oh. a Mark. and so yeah but at the same time like the just that little thing got me excited i was like oh snap (laughs) i I like that you know they're treating this like one of those big deal things like you know like the hangman and kenny thing with how long they're playing it out yeah and like they're not they're not rushing to it they're gonna let this thing play out and be a big deal so i'm glad that they're treating it that way indeed and then real quick, the last thing I'll look at here, uh, WWE Hell in a Cell. Wait, is this? For some reason, this article says WWE WrestleMania Hell in a Cell, but I don't think they're calling it that. I don't know why they put that there. But anyways. Maybe they are. I hope not, because then I will not watch. So just quick preview of the card you know, for this show. You got Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins in the third match of their to finish off their trilogy inside Hell in a Cell, probably be a really good matchup. Okay, so we kind of we're gonna talk about this for a second before we got on. I was like, let's just wait. <laughs> oh yeah, my issue here, and this is what does things that WWE does. If you're going to make it a three-parter, then you have Seth win. Yeah. Because he's not gonna win this one, but if he does, then that means we're getting a fourth match. Because Cody's not just going to take the L and walk away. So you give Seth one of the earlier matches, and they have it. So why do I want to watch this? Why? Just because it's going to be great? I know it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. But again, sometimes you you just, if you know the finish, it's kind of like, why should I bother? Like, Or why should I bother tuning in live anyway? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why should I, okay, I got to make time for this. No, I can just watch it when I go to work out on another day. You know, it's not a priority because you've made it not a priority. And yeah. that's one of the main WWE problems. It's like, and I guess they don't really care. Like, if you watch it eventually, then they're fine, I guess. But mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, don't you want people to be excited to watch that? Like, because it's anticipating hell. the uh, the premium live event because it's hell in a cell you want to watch it i'm like well no i want to watch it if i 
not just know that the match is going to be great because I yes you want matches to be great but they're everything it's all inclusive right there's all these things to make it like epic you want to tune in to see that this could be one of the greatest you ever saw mm-hmm. not oh this is just going to be a great match like well yeah I expect them to always put on a great match whether it's on Raw or Smackdown or a house show yeah you know, I want this to feel like a big deal, like WrestleMania. Even though you knew Seth was losing. So that was the one that, you know, you knew Cody. And then you're like, okay, well, the next one, okay, maybe they'll give it to Seth. They don't. But now you're like, well, they're not giving him this one because this is the end of it. Yeah. So why? Should have gave him the second one. Second Seth. Backlash. WrestleMania backlash. Anyway. But yeah, Cody wins, LOL. <laughs> and then you got the Raw Women's Championship match. This is going to be a great one. Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch versus Asuka in a triple threat. Yeah. That's going to be good stuff. It'll be really good. Bianca's going to win, but it's going to be really yes, good. Yes, but... And, you know, as much as, you know, we're huge fans of Becky Lynch, we're huge fans of all three of them. Yeah. But, you know, for me, Becky Lynch is the greatest... But she's the last person who should win this match. Yeah. If any, if you're, if you want to give it to Oscar, I wouldn't hate on that. But I will if you ruin it by doing nothing with her. Yeah. You know. Luck. But if you're, gonna, I can believe what happened last time. Yeah. So you should definitely, to me, you should keep it on Bianca because I have faith that they will keep doing her right. Yeah. You know. Her run ain't over yet. She should hold I'll... it. She should hold it till SummerSlam. I, 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 I'm really of the belief they should do Bianca and Rhea at SummerSlam for the yeah. belt. And I don't even care if she can hold it for longer, but if she's yes. going to lose it, it shouldn't be until at least SummerSlam. Yeah. I guess that's the better way to say it. And then we have a handicap match. Omos and MVP teaming up to take on Bobby Lashley. Okay. That feud's still going on. Why? Oh, never mind. That, and, I don't MVP's getting back in the ring. No, that's fine. I just don't understand, like, if, if Bobby Lashley has been losing already to Omos, and it, and it really hasn't been, like, he hasn't been dominating him, why is MVP, like, it should just, to me, it should just be MVP against Lashley. Mm-hmm. Didn't they do they that? Might, maybe, maybe they did that to set this up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But did, did it have an actual finish? Anyway. I don't know. It's fine. This is It probably one. didn't. I know. Look, I don't have a problem with this because you're trying to, you know, you're trying to get Almas better. Yeah. And you're also trying to get him over and everything like that. It's just that it's not working for me. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with him, but I just, yeah. Just, okay. Yeah. Just kind of happening. Kevin Owens will go one-on-one with Ezekiel. That I that I'm interested in. I I am I am intrigued <laughs> by this match. That I'm like like even with Seth the Cody on there, who I love them both. That's the one that I'm most intrigued with. <laughs> but that's because there's a story that I'm interested in. Whereas Seth and Cody, like it's not that they're not doing good, great stuff. It's just that again, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Makes me mad. Kevin Owens and Ezekiel, you're like, this has been so entertaining and you don't know what they're going to do next. Exactly. That's wrestling. That's wrestling at its best right there. It's great stuff. I love this story. I hope it never ends. The United States Championship will finally be defended on a pay-per-view for once. Austin Theory is going to defend against Mustafa Ali. No, yeah, that'll be a good match. After, you know... He had a feud with Champa in the blink of an eye, and Champa just disappeared from that. Interesting. It was so weird. Like they had Champa turn heel on him, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, cool! This will be a cool little thing." And then it literally just seemed like it happened, and then Ali went on to feuding with Fury and like the Miz for whatever. I'm like, "Oh, okay." So we Champa just turns heel, and then he goes away. Yeah. Well. You know, maybe he just joins Judgment Day or whatever, and then did he need to do any more? Like, if that's what it is, then I'm fine with it. Yes. But if then he just pops up, you know, randomly like they like to do, and you're just kind of like, hey, where you been? Yeah. Then, yeah, then there's a problem. So, yeah, give that one a, a little bit of time. But that should, I mean, that'll be a good match, but at the same time, you know, 
they haven't really the way they book theory is so weird it makes no sense and mm-hmm. so that's the reason why you're kind of like yes this will be great but why are you guys you're messing him up by the way you're booking him mm-hmm. let's lose to Pac Mac McAfee at WrestleMania only for Vince to beat him, but then you beat Finn for the title. What? I I don't care. It's weird. And I think he's phenomenal and a phenomenal talent, but Yes, he's really good. Stop being so weird. Not Austin and Theory. They're, yeah. They're booking. <laughs> they're booking. I mean he's kinda weird too with his with with that, some that one his, photo. Some yeah, his fiend his, his fiend face. <laughs> I I s don't understand like how that's even possible that he looked like that. I'm like you just look at that and like, how does one look like that? That shouldn't how happen. How does one look like that? Like, how does that happen? Oh, but, and then finally, a mixed trios match. Judgment Day taking on the team of Finn Balor, oh, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan. This is where uh, Champa... The Bullet Club. This is where Champa comes out. What, do they... Have they made a name for themselves? No, they but you know they all do. They have Liv Morgan join them in the two suite, which is that's a that caused some interesting reactions. Which I don't. First of all, I don't really care, but I find not, it funny. First of all, it's not a Bullet Club thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, but you know, it has its origins. So it and they were in Bullet Club. Not not Liv. Is is the Liv thing doing it causing the problem? Yes. Oh, then those. Well, yeah, that that kind of started it, and then it turned into they're not really Bullet Club and this and that. What do you mean they're not really Bullet Club? They were both leaders of the Bullet Club. It it was a whole thing. You had to be there. So dumb. And, and then you know, if you have a problem with Liv doing it, if those two are allowing her to do it, thank you. Then she can do it. Yes. And you can shut up. But anyway, yeah, I mean that it should be really fun, and Champ, you know, should show up. But they need to. They should give them some kind of name, whether you want to call them Balor Club, you want to just something else. But make them a faction and let them be something and don't tear it apart really quick or don't just have them get demolished by Judgment Day and then go their separate ways. Like, make this a thing. Like, factions used to be a thing and they might lose against one faction and then do separate things for a while, but then come back and go again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like that used to happen all the time in WWE. Let's. Let's bring that back because you can, you don't, you can have people on TV and you don't have to put them in pointless matches. They can just have You can segments. make things make sense exactly. when like people, you know, like run down and make saves and stuff. So many possibilities. I know. Who would have thought? So much room for activities. Oh my goodness. Who would have thought they could do such a thing? <laughs> anyway. Oh man. Pro wrestling is a journey sometimes. It can be so great. It could be so odd so dark and lonely no i'm just kidding <laughs> but yeah that yeah. that's pretty much gonna wrap it up for this week short it was a one. yeah pretty short episode of our multiverse this week but yeah hope you enjoyed it nonetheless and until next time see ya peace out